Hey, welcome to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM. It's 4.09 here, 76 degrees, mostly cloudy. Sun looks like it's peeking in and out here at the, the parking lot in Pittston. But uh, proud to bring on my next guest, Tommy Marquez, who's a, a Navy veteran. He was a senior member of the congressional staff in Congress and is now an advocate for our veterans. And Tommy, it's been a couple of weeks, huh? Yeah, it's good to be back, Rob. Thanks, sir. Thanks for being back. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Hey, so I wanted to talk to everybody today about a couple of things I got going on in social media, and I was hoping I could get some participation from your listeners, and then I'm going to give everyone uh, my top three benefits for veterans. So uh, right now, currently, I'm on social media. I'm putting out state-by-state. Uh, information regarding benefits, the three best benefits for each state. Obviously, I started with California because that's where I've lived all my life until recently. And I know the California VA, CalVet is what we commonly call it, benefits really well, and I was speaking about those benefits. But what I'm really hoping is I could get some participation um, because I've gotten quite a bit of Pennsylvania people emailing me saying, hey, I want to hear it. So you guys tell me, what do you guys think are the best benefits? I'll look at everything on my social media account at Tommy Marquez Consulting on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. And then I'll look into those benefits, and then I'll put a list out so that everyone will uh, be able to see them. Now, when we're talking about overall nationwide, at the federal level of benefits, I think that there's three benefits that stand out from all the other benefits for veterans. And I want to talk to everybody about them briefly. One of the first benefits that I think every veteran who, as they're separating, should know about is VGLI. That's Veterans Group Life Insurance. Now, that is not to be confused with SGLI. That's for active duty service members. But here's the unique thing that people find out, and when they find out, it's, it's too late. You only have 12 months from when you separate from the military to apply for VGLI. It pays at the same rate, $500,000 currently, for yourself and 400000 for your dependents at about $20 a month, which is a pretty good rate for life insurance. The big difference between it and all the other life insurances that you're going to get post your military career is that you cannot be disqualified for any injuries you sustained in the military. So a lot of times veterans get out and they do a service-connected disability claim, and then they find out that, hey, as they're trying to get insurance, they get disqualified or they have higher rates than, you know, somebody who's a non-smoker and all that stuff who's in perfectly good health because they've got injuries or they filed a claim for PTSD or depression or, you know, they have hypertension, whatever it may be. And so they get either disqualified or they have to pay a different rate or enter a different program. And in some cases, they don't even alert you to any of this. They just put it in the fine print. And then when the veteran passes, unfortunately, their spouse is not eligible for the life insurance because they tell them, hey, they didn't disclose this information. And so that's a horrible thing to find out. So I always tell veterans, if you can apply for VGLI before you get out, just transfer it over, and that's going to be the best life insurance you'll have for life. Okay? So that's one. Two, service-connected disability. Service-connected disability is not SSDI, which as a program, people have really taken a look at and 
it has horrible connotations. Service-connected disability is for any service member who, while you were in the military, you sustained an injury, whether it was the military's fault or not, or you have a condition that lasts after you're done with your military service. And you can get a monetary allowance anywhere from $0 to about $4,500 a month, and there's a stipend for your dependents. But the real thing about service-connected disability is it opens up a whole other realm of benefits through the VA and through your state Veterans Affairs Departments for the veteran. This can be all the way from tuition being paid for your children's college, additional monies for them to go to college, including your spouse, healthcare for life, free healthcare for life, and all sorts of other benefits that disabled veterans get. But first, you gotta have that service-connected disability rating. And then the last benefit that I think is number one, in my opinion, is VR&E. That's uh, now, it used to be called Vocational Rehabilitation and Education, but now it's Veterans Readiness and Employment. And this benefit is an education benefit and a training benefit that allows service members who have a disability rating that it interferes with their ability to have gainful employment find resources, even if it's a degree or a technical school, to help the veteran get employment. And when they talk about employment, they're talking about good employment. They're looking for you to be able to earn $40,000 a year plus. They're not looking to uh, train somebody to you know, be a parking lot attendant. They want some kind of uh, training that's available to them so that they can really excel in their life. And they'll pay for everything in the education benefit. So for instance, if you need a bachelor's degree in criminal justice to be a paralegal, they'll pay for everything that's on the syllabus, even your electives. So for instance, one of the classes I had to take was a golfing class uh, so that I can get some kind of physical education so I could get my degree done. They paid for my golf clubs. It's, it's, it's that detailed. And then as you get into your field, let's say you're a plumber or an electrician, and you're going to a plumbing school or an electrical school, and they say this is a list of all the equipment you need, including boots, um, hard hats, tools, they will purchase all of those items. So a lot of veterans don't know about this program, and they assume because their post-9-11 GI Bill or their Montgomery GI Bill benefits have already been used, or they didn't use them in the 15 years in which they could use their Montgomery GI Bill or for some veterans their post-9-11 GI Bill, and so they think they have no edu education benefits left. But what they don't realize is that VR&E is out there, and if they do have a disability rating and it affects their ability to have gainful employment, they could use that instead to get a certificate uh, degree, including a master's degree or a doctorate degree, uh, a continued education so that they could help the veteran find employment. And they pay for everything for the veteran. So that's a really great program. And that's my number one benefit for veterans. Tommy, as, as far as the VGLI goes, uh, you said, you know, when you get out, you have 12 months. And are you, are you basically transferring the SGLI to a VGLI within that 12 months is what they're doing? Uh, if you do it before your separation, you apply for all the paperwork, yes, it is a smooth transition. If you don't, you can have a 12-month gap. But they only allow 12 months to get it. Now, something that had long lobbied Congress for was that disabled veterans 
who receive 100% service-connected disability. When that happens, I was hoping that we could get a bill in Congress or slip it in the National Defense Authorization Act and just saying that anyone who's 100% service-connected or maybe 50% or whatever, that they could apply. Because I know they, they actually need people to start getting back in that program. The funding is running low. There's just not as many service members as there used to be, right? The, the military is significantly smaller now. So it would be, it would behoove the, it would behoove Congress to actually help out the DOD and allow more people to join that. Now, as, as people get older, so say within the 12 months they get the VGLI and they're reaching age 50, 55, 60, do those premiums go up or are they locked in when they took the policy well, up? They are locked in. They're at a locked in rate and it doesn't matter if you're a smoker, non-smoker, doesn't matter what your conditions are. If you started it within that 12-month period, and as long as you continue to make payment, you can, you can, you'll be eligible for the VGLI. All right, because I got a couple of text messages here I'm trying to decipher. One was, hi, Rob, I have my insurance, and so does my good friend of mine. And he said his life insurance premiums are just going through the roof. What's the actual cost as you reach those higher age questions? So obviously he doesn't have the VGLI because his premiums are going up with his age. Right. It sounds like he doesn't. But I'm hoping that Congress, I, I know I've talked to several members, and they're looking to somehow, we saw recently, they just expanded for disabled veterans base access. They did that about three years ago because there's not enough people shopping at the commissary and PX. So the same thing is kind of happening here with the life insurance, which is ran by Prudential. So there's a real possibility that in the very near future, they could open this up to disabled veterans, which would most likely be the biggest group to, to go in there. And it just makes sense because, well, I'll tell you right now, every SEAL that I know, every EOD guy, especially the EOD guy, they're never, they're never able to get in life insurance at, a, at the rate that they advertise. <laughs> Very rare. You know, you take apart bombs for a living, and they, they just went at giving you a life insurance policy. Yeah, I got another text message, in this, and I'm trying to decipher it. Maybe you can help me. It says, Rob, I'm ready, and I think it's I'm already 100% P&T. And I receive yeah, $10,000 life insurance with a waiver of premium. I was given the option yep. to buy more life insurance in increments of 10 up to a maximum of 40000 but the rates were very, very, very high. Do you, do you know what they're talking about there? So that's the VA's life insurance. And they do have a high rate. Uh, it just came out this last year, this January, 2023. January 1st is when they came out, those first rates. Now, in my conversation with some folks on the House Veterans Affairs Committee, the reason why the rates are so high is it is a brand new program. And they don't have, starting in, it just started in January. So they don't have all these people in there putting the money in. As more people join, in theory, the rates should go down. Of course, everyone then hears that and then they don't want to buy it until the rate goes down and then people don't join. So it's a, it's a tricky uh, situation. It is different than the VGLI. The VGLI is done through the Department of Defense, even though it's on the VA's page, and it is administered by Prudential, which is separate from the new VA life insurance. So the, the key there is if you know someone or if you are someone that's getting out of the service, get this VGLI set up within 12 months. It's $500,000 of life insurance for yourself locked in at the rate that it is, and they can't deny you or can't change it as you grow older. That's correct. And, and 400 for your dependents. And 400 each dependent. Each dependent. 
Yes, sir. That, that is the best life insurance you're ever going to get is the SGLI and the VGLI. I know there's some other ones, but those are for people who don't look like me. Um, and, you know, they're, they, they've never smoked in their life. They run the mile under four minutes, and they probably dive on their free time. Uh, for those of us who serve, we're all beaten up. I've broken everything at least once, I feel like. And, you know, I'm never going to qualify because of pre-existing conditions due to my military service. I'm never going to qualify, like most veterans. Mm -hmm. Even hearing loss can disqualify you, believe it or not, from premium life insurance rates. Well, if you're an actuary, you can't hear the train of the car coming, so of course. Yep, right. <laughs> yeah, makes a lot of sense. So uh, what else, is there anything else, Tommy, or that's, uh, that's what you got for today? No, that's it, but again, I want to encourage my Pennsylvania veterans, because you guys are so active on my social media, and I really appreciate the benefit of being able to come on your show weekly, Rob, and discuss with you these kind of benefits and alerting veterans, not only just to the benefits, but kind of some life hacks, and also still keeping them up to date on what's going on with the military and justice system. But I'm really hoping that they'll go to my social media, TikTok, Instagram, or uh, YouTube, at Tommy Marquez Consulting is my handle, and they'll start sending me what they believe are the best benefits in Pennsylvania so I can research them. And then I'll put up my list of top three, and I encourage people to go on and share my content. I don't make any money off of doing social media. I lose money, trust me. But the reason why I'm trying to share it is because we have a duty, and you know this, Rob, uh, we have a duty to help other people as we learn what benefits are out there. There's so many veterans who are and their families who are struggling like I did. I told you my story. I was living in my car for some time. I got evicted. And once I found out about the benefits, it wasn't a handout. It wasn't welfare. It was something that I earned. And when I found out about those things, it gave me little incremental benefits each time that made the quality of my life for myself and my family better. And by applying and going after those benefits, I can tell you my wife is about to start a job making $120,000 a year because she was able to get a master's degree. And this all comes back all the way back to when I applied for my VA service connected disability and starting off at 10% and then 20 and then 50 and then finally at a hundred. And then she became eligible for that program and she used it. And now because she has that master's degree, she's going to start a, a, a new job wake, making double what she makes here in California. And that's all because of the education funding that we got through the VA. So that's why I tell veterans, get out there, get your benefits, improve the quality of not only your life, but your family's life. Great success story there, Tommy. And again, Pennsylvania veterans, you've been challenged. Go to at Tommy Marquez Consulting and reach out to him. Uh, ask him questions. Tell him what, what's going on here in Pennsylvania. And uh, let, let's get more information out there to you guys. Tommy, thanks for joining me today. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate you. Thanks. Um, Jake, are we going to do weather? All right. It's time for uh, it's 422, time for weather. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Today, spotty rain showers and storms, high 80. Tonight, showers ending, low 65. Wednesday, breezy with some isolated showers and storms, high 78. Thursday, mix of sun and clouds, high 83. Friday, mix of sun and clouds, high 85. It's currently 76 degrees and mostly cloudy at 424. Here at your official weather station, WILK.
This Pentella Data Internet Traffic Update is brought to you by Krispy Kreme in Clark Summit and Scranton. There's some flooding on 80 eastbound between Nescapec and Drums. That's going to cause you to slow down just a bit. It is all jammed up on 80 westbound in the Bloomsburg area due to construction. And 81 northbound at Waverly, you are slowing to a crawl. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. It's 427. Some great information from Tommy Marquez. Again, you can follow him on social media at Tommy Marquez Consulting. You can go to his website, Tommy Marquez Consulting, or you know, you'll get his email and get in contact with him that way. Uh, great, great resource. Like I said, a veteran himself. He's been through the gamut himself, has, has become a success story himself. You know, worked for Congress with all the experience he had and and has spent a life helping other veterans. So it's a great resource we have here, and I'm glad we can get him on the air here in Pennsylvania because it sounds like, you know, you guys are already reaching out to him and there's already some good stuff happening from it. And if we can only help one, that's great. If we can help more, that's tremendous because uh, that's what we hear. We, we are our brothers and sisters keeper, especially those who have served in our military and their service shall not be forgotten and not be taken for granted ever, especially here on the Rob O'Donnell Show. I, I saw this story, and, and it's you know I, it's from Rhode Island, and it really, it really doesn't show anything here in Pennsylvania or have anything much to do here in Pennsylvania. But the excusism that was used in, in the political context that it's in, you know, it, it's just one of these. You know, I have to I have to talk about this on the air. Now, there's a Rhode Island state senator who was caught keying a car that had an anti-Biden sticker on it. Um, you know, the Biden, it had, there was a car in a parking lot in front of a shopping mall, and the sticker on it said, Biden sucks. And this uh, Rhode Island state senator, Joshua Miller, was uh, caught on video keying the side of the car. Now, if you look at the car, there's a big scratch mark down the side of the car, and uh, there was a family member of the person who owned the car who heard something, came around and said, you know, did you just touch my car? And he denied touching the car. And, uh, you know, they saw the scratch. So there was a you know, confrontation. The police were called. Um, you know, of course, when the police got there, the, the state senator, who, again, was not identified as a state senator, denied any wrongdoing, denied he did anything. And then dropped the name of the colonel of uh, the local state police there. And uh, they, they ended up pulling some of the security footage where it was saw, where, where he was seen actually scratching this car. You know, thankfully the police continued their investigation as they should be. And uh, they later... They did let him go from the scene. They were they they reviewed that they didn't detain him at the scene. They let him go, but they had his information. And like he said, he tried to name drop a colonel from a you know a higher ranking police official to to hopefully make this go away. Denied any wrongdoing, but the police officer stayed by. You know the person said this this scratch was absolutely not in my car when I went into the store. My family member heard a scratch, came around. This guy was standing there. He had keys in his hand. The state senator, the Rhode Island state senator, allowed the police officer to look at his keys to see if there was any paint transfer, and there was not. But the police officer did his due diligence and did his uh, um, 
did his investigation, and they got video from the parking lot, which showed this state senator keying this person's car simply because it had uh, an an anti-Biden sticker on it. The law enforcement officer then went to the state senator's house, questioned him again, and, uh, you know, that's when things kind of turned and and more excuses that happened. Police later arrived at Miller's house and questioned him about the footage. In another body camera footage, Miller is seen admitting to being the vandal, claiming again that he was threatened and the victim dared him to key his car. What's the reason to key the car, though? That's the question the officer asked him in the footage. Because he was daring me, basically, Miller responded. Miller's the state senator. Miller voluntarily went to the police station where he was charged with vandalism, malicious injury, property misconduct. He was uh, arraigned and released on a $1,000 personal reconnaissance. Uh, He's due in court in July. Simply because this person had a bumper sticker on his car, and it wasn't even a bumper sticker, it was a window sticker that says, uh, Biden sucks. I mean, that's what it says. Not not too. I've seen worse. But uh, he said that the the person who owned the car dared him. And he's a state senator of Rhode Island. But simply because someone had a bumper sticker that he didn't like, he took that as a dare that he had to vandalize their car. Now, this looking at the scratch here, it doesn't look like something that, that in my opinion, could be buffed out. Um, you know, it's probably a foot and a half long, two, maybe two feet long, the scratch. It's deep, you know, into the, the undercoat of the paint, obviously. But this state senator of Rhode Island felt entitled enough that a simple bumper sticker on someone's car was a challenge to him to uh, to vandalize the car. And, and that's the mentality we have out there with these things. This this vitriol feeling where you can damage someone's car, you can assault someone, you can yell at someone, you can curse at someone, you can, you, you can call them names on the phone, you know, people who call in, simply because you have different views on things. And that needs to stop. That, that really needs to stop. I mean, here's a question where it went to vandalism, which, which hopefully he'll be, he'll be held accountable. But like most things, there'll probably be a settlement where he'll pay for the damage, pay a fine, and that'll be the end of it. But, you know, we, got, we need to start looking deeper in these things where, you know, a sitting state senator in Rhode Island felt it necessary simply because there was a bumper sticker. You walk by. Who cares? You know, just like you don't like a politician. Vote for someone else. Who cares? It's not that deep, ladies and gentlemen. It's truly not. It's 433 here at WILK News Radio. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show after this news break. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's the point in the show where we honor our heroes across America who made the ultimate sacrifice. 57 police officers made the ultimate sacrifice on this day throughout history, three of them from here in Pennsylvania. Lieutenant Walter Lewis Swajowski, Philadelphia Police Department in 1976. Lieutenant Walter Swajowski was shot and killed while investigating reports of a man threatening four people with the gun outside of a church. Police officer... Leo Paul Van Winkle, Philadelphia Police Department, 1972. Drowned when his police boat capsized during a rescue mission. He was attempting to evacuate residents threatened by the raising waters of the Schuylkill River from Hurricane Agnes. And Patrolman Edward M. Conway, Pittsburgh Bureau of Police, Pennsylvania, 
June 27, 1939, Patrolman Edward Conway was shot and killed when he and his partner responded to a hold-up-in-progress call at a wholesale grocery store in 119 Dulham Street in East Liberty. That's the Pittsburgh Bureau of Police Department in Pennsylvania. And those are our three from our area here in Pennsylvania. And our thoughts and prayers go out to them. And like I said, they were having the wake services for the fallen Pennsylvania State Trooper today. I believe he's being buried uh, Friday. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Friday, Thursday. Um, and again, we've seen our law enforcement officers targeted senselessly across the nation. And it's really a tragedy that that's happening in, in life. And not just for our police officers, but in general, has been taken so callously. You know, we talk about, you know, people, this this idiotic move by this uh, Rhode Island state senator. Uh, you know, we've seen people just get so emotionally involved in stuff that, that doesn't need to go there. It's okay to think differently from people. It's okay to believe different things. It's okay to have different beliefs and support different people. You know, it's not okay when it, when it brings you to violence. And, and we need to do better at that and, and we're seeing it time and time again i mean just just here in my time here in the few months i've been here there's been one or two callers that, that just get too too emotionally involved in in their stance and too confrontational and this isn't about confrontation it's about discussion it's talk radio that's what we're here to do it's 422 here at wilk it's time for traffic and weather we can always have a discussion when you agree with me yeah, yeah there you go this traffic update is brought to you by Penteladata internet it is jammed up on 81 northbound at waverly we are seeing some slowing through the scranton area 81 southbound all the way to avoca you might be hitting those brakes just a little bit not too bad heading out on six east the casey highway that is crawling just a bit and 80 westbound in the blooms area all backed up because of construction. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, showers ending low 65. Wednesday, breezy with some isolated showers and storms, high 78. Thursday, mix of sun and clouds, high 83. Friday, mix of sun and clouds, high 85. It's currently 76 degrees with some heavy rain in the area at 443 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is 447 here, 76 degrees with some heavy rain moving through parts of our area. So be careful if you're driving out there. You can call or text at 570-883-0098. Get involved with the conversation, things we're discussing, things that are happening in our area that you want to discuss. Let's get involved with it. We can go to the phone now. We have uh, Dave from Kingston on veteran benefits. Dave. And Biden, yeah. Hey, Rob, hey, thank you for taking— from veteran Bi- benefits to Biden? Well, I, I'm about to explain. So I remember when our Republicans tried to stop the veterans benefit bill under Biden. After Biden, uh, it was— going to pass his infrastructure bill, his bipartisan infrastructure bill, which brings me to the point, what don't you like about Biden? You don't like how we have one of the best economies ever. You don't like how we have the most people working right now, less the uh, black unemployment is at an all-time low, uh, record number of uh, factories being built the best since the 1969-60s. 
Okay, jobs uh, coming back from overseas, the CHIPS Act, the two bipartisan infrastructure bill, him spending money to link the whole country to Internet, which everyone needs, okay? Businesses, you know, uh, poverty, people in rural areas, like stuff like that. Okay, so tell me, what don't you like about Biden? Dave, okay. other, other than talking points, other than manipulating How's facts, that? Other than manipula- That's a fact. Other than manipulating, no, no, Dave, they've replaced jobs. He hasn't created the jobs. This has all been fact-checked. No, actually, we're, we have more jobs right now than Trump had before COVID. We're far past the COVID jobs. That's because people have left the workforce altogether, Dave. We, we, uh, we, we, no. We the, the workforce participation rate is less now than it was in 2019. We still have more people in jobs working. Okay, the, last, the last month he created 400K jobs. The, okay. work, the workforce participation rate, that means the amount of people physically working a job is less now than it was in 2019. Yes, there are more jobs, but the people have given And we have more people working. The peop- Dave, I'm going to say it again. The workforce okay. participation well, We can disagree rate, on that. The workforce participation... I have the documents to prove it. Do you, Dave? All right. So what about the, work, the record no, no, number no, 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 of factories stay, being we're built? Gonna, we're going to stay with yes, record number of factories. Chip Act is a great idea. It started under yes. the Trump administration. The Biden administration just continued oh. it and passed it through. No, and if you want we, to talk about it, you know, Biden. What about all? I understand that, but it started under the Trump administration. Okay, okay. Yeah, and Trump couldn't do it because he's ineffectual as a president, no, and he Trump, always was. Trump didn't do it because he was neutered by the Democrats his entire— Well, his Trump entire had two term. years of a Senate and a House of Representatives and controlled I, by I, Republicans I, I, to pass I, I, whatever he wanted. I 100 percent agree he should have did a lot more. He should have forced it down the throat instead of trying to be bipartisan, which was his mistake. Now, uh, yeah. you want to talk okay. about you want to talk about veteran benefits? No, they weren't yeah. cut. It was the Democratic-led agency heads that were threatening those cuts to intimidate and scare Americans. No, it was a bill. I'm talking about the bill that was passed to benefit those at Camp Lejeune who were poisoned and stuff like that. The Republicans tried to kill it, and so John Stewart and uh, many other Americans went in an uproar, and they tried to kill it because they knew Biden was going to pass his infrastructure bill, and they didn't want to give him a win. Like, that's what happened. No, no, it was called collateral to get the things they wanted in the infrastructure bill. They never were. They never were not against it. They were all for it. They were. They were holding it to get things they wanted and other things. That's the way politics works. That's how you. Okay. Get, that's how you get judges that other people want. You know the judges they like to throw around that were appointed by Trump, but were really Obama administration judges. That's how the deals work in there. And, and Dave, you listen. If you really think you're doing better now than you were in 2018, uh, 2018 uh, I think America is doing better now. You know. The, the Atlantic, by the what, Economist, by ABC. What by what metrics? Everything costs more. Well, that, uh, actually, inflation has inflation, gone, oh, gone down. It's is gone not, down. Gone down is not less. Yeah, it's and gone just down like, because it was skyrocketed. That, that doing, right, doing and there's less, multiple reports. Dave, that doing there's, less worse. Doing less worse is not better. Rob, we do know that the corporations were using inflation as an excuse to make money and rip off consumers. They, that's why corporations have the best record profit since the 1960s. Okay, and the same thing is happening in Europe. There's multiple reports that say that, that they use the uh, the COVID it's, pandemic it's, it's, it's not, to jack up prices. It's, it's not the smoke and mirror you, you, you're bringing out to be. Uh, is that not true? Manufacturing costs more. Labor is costing more. Taxes and inflation are that's, costing companies Labor's more. Labor's costing so more because you now have people fighting for better wages. They're raising the prices. 
Now, you you want to talk about you know this this job, uh, Biden creating jobs. You know his first his first year his first year and a half he went around to all these car companies and said, look, we're bringing manufacturing for this car company, that yes. car company. Ford is laying off a thousand employees because they need to invest okay. that money in their EV. That's a thousand contracted union yes. workers that are being laid off. And GM built new three new plants in the United States from Mexico. They're building three new plants. Ford also brought in a new plant okay. into the U.S. Mostly that's, being that's, mostly that's being automated and is still a loss of jobs. It's a well, automation is happening no matter what. It's okay, a, so I mean, people jobs. still need to build the factories. It's a correct? Net loss I mean, of jobs, Dave. It, listen, everyone, everyone. How about all the infrastructure? Every, uh, every one of our listeners here are, are living in the world we're living in today. They are paying the grocery right. prices. They're paying their interest yes. rates. Yes, and you can thank corporations for ripping you off. No, yes. no, they can blame Joe Biden's incompetent administration. You how? can say all of it. How? Just like I know. How about the Fed? Just how like how about the Fed that kept on raising interest rates? So basically, people can get laid off. That's one of the reasons why they raise interest rates, so people have less money to spend, have to pay more on their mortgage payments and interest payments. Who runs, who runs okay. the Fed right now? Uh, yeah, it's a Republican, the same Republican that uh, who, Trump put in. Who runs the Fed right now? For the past yes, Biden years. does, and he should get rid of the guy. But it's the same well, one Trump put in, and they would be doing the same. I, I understand you want to blame Trump, but he's working under the Biden administration, under the Biden administration's direction. If Biden's yeah. not happy no, with the, his recommendations... Biden doesn't actually doing. control the Fed. The director controls the Fed. Who... who, who Point. Who can who can get rid of the director tomorrow if he wanted to? Yes, and Biden should. That's a mistake. Right, but Dave, still, so, that's still so the Fed Trump, policy of the blaming Fed. Blaming Trump is disingenuous, Dave. Come on. But it's it the is, same one he put in. Fed rates increase were based on the so-called experts' opinion that Biden allowed to be there. It's a Biden issue. Yes, and I disagree with that. Okay, well then you could say that, but don't blame Donald Trump, Dave. We're gonna have I to did, leave it there. I, I did that. Yeah. Have, have a good night. You too, Dave. Uh, and again, you guys out there listening, call in, text in, you know, are you doing better now than you were five years ago? And, and this isn't a Donald Trump. This isn't a, are you physically doing better in your lives? My day-to-day life, when I'm at home with my family, when I'm out visiting things, when I'm at a restaurant, when I'm buying my groceries, when I'm shopping for clothes or new sneakers or buying a new car or whatever I'm doing, I could care less about Donald Trump. I could care less about Joe Biden. I can care less about Governor Shapiro. I could care less. I'm living my life. I'm with my family. I'm with my friends. I'm with the people around me. I'm having drinks. I'm eating. I'm enjoying the company of the people in my atmosphere that I put there because of the life I've grown. Are you really doing better or not? I, I really want to know your answers. It's uh, 454 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show after this. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. Uh, to get back to what the last caller was talking about, I, I have the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and it's bls.gov if you want to look it up yourself, the civilian labor force participation rate uh, in America. And uh, in May of 2023, it was 62.6. In February of 2020, it was 63.3. So, it's get it's coming up. It, it severely dropped, obviously, in February of 2020, thanks to COVID. It dropped down to near 60 percent, and now it's it's only creeped up to 62.6 uh, percent. But it's still a percentage point less than it was in uh, February of 2020. Now today's rate of then this is the civilian labor force participation rate. How many people are working in America today, 20 years old and older? 62.6% is that rate. 
The only time it dipped below that was May of 2015. Other than that, today's labor participation rate of 62.6, and again, this was May of 2023, is the lowest it's been in the past two decades, with the exception of a small period in May of 2015. So let's think about that. We're not doing better. We're just repairing the damage that was done due to COVID. And with the exception of a small period during May of 2015, today's labor petition mark, May of 2023 at 62.6%, is the lowest it's been in two decades. Those are the facts straight from the Bureau of Labor Statistics.gov. And uh, you know I bring the receipts here when we talk on the Rob O'Donnell Show. So you can throw out all the comments, the statements you want, but... Like I said, how are you guys feeling out there? I'm getting a ton of text messages. Let's get some callers in. How are you feeling now? Are you better now off than you were five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago? It's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio. We'll be back after this. 